Hey, good morning, everybody. This is Joe Renoro, and welcome back to the Rat Race Liberation Podcast. I am ecstatic today because I am on the border of finally writing my personal financial statement. Well, uh, my my family's personal financial statement because uh, my wife and I uh, have dual income, so the statement's going to be for the household. But uh, any event, I am super excited about that. Uh, I am at the point in the module, excuse me, I'm in uh, module two of the Rich Dad course that I signed up for that I've talked about on several episodes here. And, uh, and this is the module where they begin having you collect all of your data and they walk you through the step-by-step process to actually write the financial statement. So I am really, really excited about it because although I've read some of Robert's books that involve this process and I played the cash flow board game, uh, I haven't actually sat down and written my financial statement. So um, I'm really, really excited about it. I am about halfway through the module and uh, just starting to gather all the information that it requires as I go through it for that. So that's really exciting for me because it also helps me check off one of those uh, boxes that I've been speaking to you guys about for a couple of weeks now that I haven't seemed to have been able to, I'll say make the time for, but that's a little dangerous of a statement. Uh, I've obviously made plenty of time for other things. So uh, for whatever reason, I've pushed this off to the side and I'm happy to say that no more because it is now a part of the learning course that I'm taking. So uh, I don't have a choice and I am excited about that. So I will keep you all posted on how that whole process and exercise goes. But uh, if it's anything like the game or Robert's books, which I know it is because some of the modules draw directly out of his books, uh, it's going to be a phenomenal process because they, the Rich Dad Company does an insanely good job of breaking it down into smaller, more understandable concepts that then come together. And, and before you know it, you sit back and you take a look at it and you've accomplished this, what originally seemed like a, a large overbearing and confusing task. So I, I'm, I'm pumped. Can't say enough about it. So I should have that done in the next day or so. In line with everything else, I'm always telling you guys, staying true to the podcast recordings, which is great for, uh, well, it's great because I want to stay true and focused on, on what I'm committing to. And, uh, and you guys are a big part of that. So, uh, I, I was able to get some more episodes filmed and queued up for the week. So that's great. Uh, eBay stores moving along listings, um, uh, recorded and, and set for the week. So, Happy for that as well. What I am going to quickly talk to you guys about today was a, a really interesting concept that that came up in the uh, the Great Courses course that I'm uh, listening to on Audible right now. That is the Art of Conflict Management. I, I don't know if that's the the correct title. One of these days, I swear I'm going to have all the correct titles for the Great Courses for you guys. So I'm sorry about that, but uh, it's about conflict management and the. Uh, portion of it that I was listening to yesterday that that really caught my attention and, and was an eye-opening thing that I thought was extremely interesting. And, and I think partially because it, it's so obvious that it's not obvious. You know, I, I've been involved in conflict my entire life as everybody else on this planet has. Conflict is a daily part of human interaction, regardless of what degree the conflict is occurring at. 
but uh, it, it's part of human interaction. And to not understand that this happens every single time that I'm in a conflict is actually pretty interesting how the human mind works. So what the hell am I talking about? <laughs> um, so the, uh, the concept that, that was gone over in this is, uh, it, it was in the module for perception and how uh, perception and point of view uh, has a direct correlation and effect on, on conflict and whether or not you have conflict and how the conflict arises and how you deal with conflict uh, in certain situations. But so the interesting part of, of this module that, that the instructor touched on was, was this idea that when you aren't able to complete a task or hold true to something that you said you were going to do, um, something along those lines. When, when you aren't able to complete something that you're supposed to be doing, you internally talk about how it's outside sources that cause that issue. Uh, and, and just as an example, you know, if I say that, uh, hey, that I wasn't able to write my financial statement this weekend, uh, it, it's because um, in my mind, you know, I would say something like I wasn't able to write that financial statement this weekend. I had, uh, you know, I had to go and spend two hours mowing the lawn and then I had to do three hours of running around for grocery shopping and cleaning the house. And then my dog needed to go out. So I took a couple hours there. And so all of these external factors led to me not being able to accomplish this task that I set out to do. But when the, the interesting thing is that it, basically as a whole, most, if not all humans do this, you look for an external reason for why you weren't able to accomplish what you were setting out to do, what you said you were going to do, uh, whatever the case may be. But the extremely interesting thing is that when you look towards somebody else and why they weren't able to accomplish their goal, the thing that they set out to do, perhaps uh, you guys have two different parts of a project and, uh, and they weren't able to accomplish their side in the time frame that they were supposed to do it in. Your initial mindset is to blame the other person and, uh, and look towards internal factors for why they weren't able to accomplish their side of the goals. Uh, oh, that person's lazy. Oh, that person uh, is unorganized. That person just doesn't care enough about uh, the task at hand. And so that concept in and of itself was extremely interesting to me because I immediately started flickering through conflicts that I've had both professionally and personally. And it very quickly stacks up to be the case in almost every situation. Every single issue that happens that's my fault and on my end for not getting it done, my brain is inclined to look for external reasons to lay that blame onto and uh, very quick to blame the other person and, uh, and look for internal reasons for why that person couldn't hold up their end of the bargain when things happen to them. So there's a, an interesting double standard here going on in, it would definitely in my brain and very clearly in a lot of other people's brains uh, because it's in this study for conflict management. So that was something profound that I'm, you know, I'm 34 years old. I've been dealing with this my whole life and somehow I've never made the simple connection that I do this time and time again. I look for internal reasons for why that person couldn't get their job done 
whether it's unconsciously or not, subconsciously. But when it comes to me, I'm quick to let myself internally off the hook. And, uh, and that's a problem because that's a double standard that, that you can't, you're not going to have good conflict resolution if you are coming at it from both sides of the fence in a negative way. Um, you're letting yourself off the hook and holding somebody else super accountable in a way that you don't initially do for yourself. So something to keep in mind the next time you get into a conflict with somebody, it's a great jumping off point. When you say to get in somebody else's shoes and see where they're coming from, that's a wonderful way to start it. So I'm going to leave you with that today, guys, because I'm here picking up my mom today and, uh, and I will check in with you all tomorrow. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hope this helps. And uh, I'll talk